beautiful souls, beautiful beings, welcome to another episode on the Heal, Develop and Expand podcast where we focus on our healing and recovery from narcissistic abuse, from trauma, from complex PTSD and then we focus on self-growth, development and expansion of our highest and greatest potential. My name is Elisabetta and I'm a quantum narcissistic abuse recovery coach and energy healer. This means that I work on every single level possible on your healing and recovery, body, mind and soul on an energetic level. So today we're going to talk on something really that it's not usually talked about a lot and it's done also with business, with the business world. And not only with the business world, but I really want to focus more on the entrepreneurs and the business owners that are trauma survivors, that are narcissistic abuse trauma survivors and are growing their businesses after this huge impact that they had in their early life. So to really see where does this topic and why it's so important to talk about and where especially where does this come from right so i think it's really crucial to give some context so i'm just going to add that all of this started like around two months um, ago where i basically finished my third course in university so i'm studying economics and i just started to think about how to expand my business, my coaching business and um, narcissistic abuse recovery and healing. So I started actually to to think on how to expand it and then by that time in around July, um, by the end of June actually, I also was thinking of just ending my relationship with my narcissistic parents, especially my mother, and just going no contact because of the super toxic and abusive um, environment that was there. So it was, I admit it was super stressful. Just the thought of living um, out of there, I was just stressing myself out. Like I was freaking out. I didn't know what to do. Um, I was 21 and... It was my first time living on my own. I didn't have the skills because my parents literally didn't teach me anything. They told me that as an excuse, they told me that I wasn't interested in doing anything. When in reality, I wasn't interested in them yelling and scolding and just insulting and calling me names, basically verbal abuse for whatever they were trying to teach me, so to speak. And by the way, in my university friends group, I was the first one who was actually planning to really move out and get independent. So it was a really huge step for me. And I was, I actually understand that. Like I knew what I was going to do, but still I felt super scared. So the actual process of moving out, I think I will 
talk about this in another episode because it's not related to this like the actual process but i ended up living um outside like i first came decided to to come with uh, a friend to a friend's house and then after that i just started to rent uh, my own room basically and between the Lionsgate portal like the huge energy shifts that's in August and also the crazy energy shifts that been going on on July I was just going crazy I was going mad I was super ungrounded my anxiety my stress was at its peak literally I didn't know what to do because it was like my first time living on my own, doing everything on my own. And I know that my parents always in this attempts of uh, trying to educate me properly, which they tragically failed. Um, and and the, the worst thing is that they didn't recognize that they failed. Like they always made excuses, especially my narcissistic mother. But um, yeah, I knew I was all on my own I knew I had to take all the decisions on my own and I think that really there's a struggle when you're a healthy person that you know you have a healthy secure um, nervous system because you come from a secure healthy family that knows how to self-regulate and if you're a narcissistic abuse survivor if you went through huge psychological abuse every freaking day like emotional mental even physical abuse the problem here when you really get independent from these situations is that you don't trust yourself you constantly need other people to validate yourself and this happened to me when i didn't have my parents i was constantly I won't say 24 hours a day, but most time I spend on the group chats um, with my university friends just trying to ask for advice or just uh, asking if I was doing things the appropriate way or if things were normal because I totally didn't understand what was going on. Nothing was normal for me because I was stuck in a very chaotic household. And I'm not even talking about the fact that when I was staying with my friend, um, I I was just so confused because they were treating me with kindness, you know, like a normal human being. And I was always this hypervigilant, expecting them to scold me, expecting them to be mad at me and to just tell me how horrible I was. And it was just, you know, this the struggles of our nervous system, of our dysregulated nervous system. Then fast forward to the end of July, around the beginning of August, I started to realize how lonely I felt. How lonely it felt to grieve the loss of a family that they weren't physically dead, but it felt like that. It felt like they were... Um, They were dead because our contact was just zero, basically. And also I feel, I remember feeling so frustrated because they weren't reaching out to me. But then I was actually, uh, I needed to remind myself that what I had wasn't a normal, healthy family. 
my family dynamics wasn't uh, repeated in the people around me especially and you know dysfunctional households are more common than we think but in my case with the people around me with my friends usually these things weren't discussed around and from what i know these people actually had like healthy dynamics more or less so I had to remind myself also that not everyone would ever understand my situation and even if it was painful to admit that it was okay at the end because we really cannot force people to understand us. So I started to basically feel my emotions too because loneliness was just part of it. When I was living with my family, I often tried to numb, bottle up my emotions and just focus on the task at hand daily, which was either with my business and my clients in the coaching space or just trying to help other common friends to listen to them vent or uh, things like that. I was just not really um, caring for myself, even though I actually tried uh, doing inner work and I think I did really a good job compared to previous years. Despite not having, you know, years of therapy, I had to do lots of self-growth, lots of research, education, taking lots of courses on mental health and trauma-informed therapy. Despite that, I understood that the loneliness was just another emotion that was coming up and that I had to deal with. And I admit it was a harsh one to actually feel in my body and to um, just recognize that it was there because the loneliness wasn't also just because in the grief process it was to understand that as I mentioned before not all people would ever understand you except if they lived through the same or similar abuse as well. That's why many survivors, basically, we understand each other because we know what kind of tactics, what kind of manipulation dynamics, uh, what kind of methods the narcissist used on us and how we feel with this complex PTSD, how uh, their actions resulted on our nervous system, how they impacted us. But this loneliness, it wasn't just for processing these emotions, for processing the trauma. I realized last weeks, like this two last weeks ago, that this loneliness is also the feeling alone when you're growing, when you're expanding at such a quick pace that people around you don't understand you, like seriously. And I'm going to put an example uh, that happened with me as I'm telling you. But it really basically happened to me so many times when I was uh, with my friends um, in, in her house, basically. And I met people that really didn't understand what was I thinking. They thought that maybe some of my actions were crazy ones. And I totally get their perspective because they don't know. I mean, I'm an odd person, obviously, but they don't know how my mental process uh, would go after abuse specifically as a survivor so we're always on constant alert on if someone is going to hurt us 
Another thing is no matter if you're a narcissistic abuse survivor or you know you're coming from a secure attachment family but in order to be successful in a business you really have to detach let go release transmute your all identity and go into a new one because you really can accept all the abundance you really can't accept all the happiness and joy that you want the love that you want in your life if you're still clinging into your old life what do i mean with this old life it's very simple the treasure food that you eat the sedentary lifestyle you don't even move no i'm not even talking about working out i'm talking about moving your body instead of just laying down or watching tv and you know you need to educate you need to expand your mind and with this i mean listening to podcasts like this and others on self-development and uh, if you're watching movies watch movies that make you think that uh, make you reflect on your life also read lots of books because they offer you perspective, new perspective that you didn't think about before. They really expand your mind, they really expand your um, view on the world. And by all identity, I also mean the victim identity coming from abuse. And I understand like you need lots of validation, you need lots of love, you need lots of support coming from narcissistic abuse from parents family or from your spouse but it's not everything like you can't keep your entire life craving from breadcrumbs of validation to tell you like hey you're the victim yes you suffered i i was like that i struggled like that but i chose not to keep myself from this like sure we need to give ourselves lots of love lots of compassion and lots of kindness but we shouldn't use our perspective our you know position as victims to define ourselves because when we say we are for example survivors we say that we went through that shit we went through that trauma and we rise we rise above from that because it's really important to acknowledge that sometimes we might get stuck in the loop of feeling like a victim and feeling entitled of receiving everyone's attention and you know validation which again in the normal sense it's good and you actually need it because you need support uh, from coming from abuse that's why many there's lots of support group usually on facebook which it's a, really a great way um, to heal to continue your recovery but it's not the entire identity you should be focusing on and especially if you have a business which we're talking about right now in this case, you should be always, at least most of the time, like 70%, 60% of the time, you should be learning more. You should be expanding your mind. You should be expanding your horizons and your heart as well. Expanding your heart to acknowledge your unhealthy toxic mechanisms that you learned from childhood or from the abusive relationships 
and to transmute them into actually healthy ones. Now, another thing I realized coming from abuse is that not only we have to think and do exactly the opposite of what the narcissist does, because their main purpose is to bring us down, their main purpose is to suck our life. And let's go for it to make the change, to basically to get the attention and the supply from. What we really have to do is to get out get out and learn to feel from the imposter syndrome like you are not enough this is something very common that you're going to have from your business and it doesn't always happen only if you're narcissistic every survivor i believe that every person that is in the early stages of actually deals with that so you will have to learn to know that you're not an imposter you're not in the wrong place you have your expertise you have your story and you have the way that you actually healed and are growing from your story and that is the way that you teach your clients on how to solve any issues and this is the same way with a physical product you have your story on why you are selling that product and this is your unique signature point that this is going to be uh, the point, the energy blueprint that people are going to be attracted to you by your story, your energy, not by your words or by the techniques that you use. And this is also really something I'm not focusing on business yet from narcissistic abuse survivors. I am planning to do so in the future, but we do so on the program on my module Becoming Phoenix, which is a transformational journey of, you know, 13 weeks lifetime access. And you go from pain, which you're feeling totally lost and you don't know what to do. You'll have sleepless nights, insomnia, flashbacks, nightmares. Uh, you have such a low self-esteem. You wish to be socially active as well because you're struggling with anxiety i know what i'm talking about i was socially anxious too now i believe i grew a lot from it and i actually find myself quite confident talking with people and in front of the camera when necessary so you go from these pain points you go to raising your confidence a lot like tenfold to being healthy to just being healthy in a way that you can regulate your nervous system without being dependent on others or thinking that only other people can help you to feel safe you will reclaim your joy and your happiness if you decide to work with me i tell you it's so amazing and the clients i'm working with they had such amazing results like for example one he really didn't believe in love he thought that everyone literally hated him but just one year, like, I'm not even saying one year, like, when we started working together, four months later, and he found love. Like, it was so amazing. And he started to become more confident in himself as well. Another client of mine, she loved the inner child uh, connection exercises because, like, 
with this connection exercises, you actually can heal your abandonment wound and your betrayal, your heart. You know, when you come from trauma, you have to really understand that the one that it's driving the life car of you know, of your life basically is your inner child and it's not your adult self. So you have to reconnect with your inner child and you have to make them understand that they are safe and that you are going to protect them from now on. And this is what we also focus on the Becoming Phoenix program on the inner child and also the inner teenager. So when you're in business after narcissistic abuse, you really have to understand that unless you don't actively work on stripping yourself away from any traumas, limiting beliefs, blockages, uh, emotional and energetic from the abuse, you're not going to allow yourself for more abundance, money, joy, happiness, support to come. Like you really have to let go of your old identity. You really have to let go of your old identity of being a victim in order to become a survivor, a victor, a thriver and to allow more money, more joy to come in your business. Just see it as a bottle with sand. The sand represents your trauma and the water represents the endless abundance you deserve that it's your birthright, the endless love maybe even the fame that you crave and when you have lots of sand like the bottle is 80% or even 90% filled with sand almost no water can enter you're literally blocking yourself from people from good genuine people to come to you from clients from your soulmate clients you're blocking yourself from these people if you don't heal this trauma which is acting as a blockage. And this is why I started healing on myself like more, you know, strongly, more in a more intense way. And to just realize the journaling and to work on a somatic, mental and energetic level, I started doing EFT tapping more often to reprogram my beliefs that were coming out and that I was getting to be more self-aware that I had them. And I also use subliminal audios that I really recommend you to use as well for, you know, for reprogramming your mind, especially at night when you're sleeping. I, about the EFT tapping, I have a guided tutorial on my YouTube channel which has the same name as the podcast, Elisabetta SK. And yeah, you can check it out. It really works. It just works wonders for helping you to heal. So this was part of my own healing this month. Now, the latest realization was that not only I had to trip myself away from my old identity, but this was also...
about finances, um, the type of people you surround yourself with are the ones that are going to let you know how much money, how much happiness, how much love you are going to allow to come into your life, to come into your reality. So maybe it's time for, not only for myself, but for you as well to start looking for new connections. I really truly believe to end this episode that if you really want to be successful and truly happy, not only for your business, but for your personal life, you have to let go of what the narcissist once thought that you were. Don't forget that if you want even more support with narcissistic abuse recovery and healing on a quantum level, body, mind, and soul, you can find my private community on Facebook, Becoming Phoenix, Healing Recovery from Narcissistic Abuse and Support as well, and also on my socials on Facebook, Instagram, and my YouTube channel where I give you even more content. And of course, on my TikTok as well, you're free to check it out. Okay, so I really hope that you found this episode helpful and really useful for your life. Let me know in the comments. Let me know in the social media. You can send me a private message on Instagram to so I know your thoughts, basically how you found it and what are your insights. Thank you so much for taking your time to invest, to actually invest your time and energy on listening to this and see you in the next episode. For more healing, development and expansion of your soul, mind and body.